This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Welcome, friends, to another Freedom Fighter podcast. I hope you're good. Uh, this recording is our last in our series around a fresh start. And this uh, message, we're, we're focusing on the importance of forgiveness. Um, really, where the rubber meets the road, these are the real some of the real issues that we all experience, whatever background we come from, culture, beliefs, faith or no faith, these things touch us at some level. The hurts of life, the disappointments, our own failures, the failures of those around it. Um, so I'm interviewing my good friends, Pastor Vince Gatland and Charles Kingsman, around these things, and they're really vulnerably sharing about how you know that they've experienced these things in their past and currently, and how important forgiveness has been as part of the beginning again, having a fresh start and being able to move on. So I pray that deeply encourage you uh, as you're listening. Cheers, guys. So, good morning, everybody. How you all doing? Uh, great to be back. We've been away for a few weeks, uh, but we've been anticipating this interview, the last of a series around a fresh start, and we, we're going to delve into uh, the importance of forgiveness today. Now, I know that we touched on it in the first uh, interview, and maybe a lot of you listen have heard so much about forgiveness, you understand it to a degree. We, we, we pray the day through this uh, the chat, we're getting to the nitty gritty. We're getting to the things that you we all need to deal with. Uh, that in a, you know, you don't know what's ahead of us. Maybe we've had dealt with something in the past, but these things are current. These things come up, and I've got my good friends with us today, Pastor Vince Garland and Charlie Savage Kingsman, joining us. Uh, to share their experience, so we'll just open up a bit of prayer and uh, ask uh, God's blessing on this this talk. So Father, we just praise you, uh, you taught us to pray, give us this day our daily bread, I pray daily bread, bread that will satisfy, give life to each person listening, will come out of this, we pray for your living water to pour out into hearts that are thirsty, hearts that need something. Uh, they need guidance, they need direction. We pray your light uh, and, and that living water pours out of this talk today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, um, how you doing, boys? Been good, Del. Well, Been good. good this good moment. Good to see you. Good to see you, boys. Ready to go. Happy birthday, mate. Happy Thank birthday. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That's yes. me. Yes. spring chicken any more. Your <laughs> may spring chicken. See my drain on <laughs> that coming in now. Uh, Jesus is better than oil of you, Lee, for the Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, double, double portion. Need that double portion out of you, you Aye, great to see you, boys. Um, and, you know, really been looking forward to this. The, the, um, you know, just going a bit deeper. And I know you boys have got a lot to say about this. Uh, you know, um, Charles, you mentioned the, f- the first time we met and, and the fact that... <coughs> The Nordic truck coming off of your back, being forgiven. Yeah. But you know, forgiven, set free, free for drugs, free for the old coping mechanisms. With when we come into being alive again, 
then we'll have to face up to the hurts, the betrayals, the inevitable, inevitable persecution and misunderstanding, judgment, jealousy, all these different things that we've experienced on this journey, on the journey and we continue to experience. And, you know, it's like these things can trap us, you know, and we've got some stories to tell. Of you know, and and we're not sitting here arrogant, proud about. Oh, by the way, we've got it all together. You know, we've got this under wraps. You know, this is this is the this is the the uh, the, the stuff that that um, you know where where you know we, we, we can either we can fall off or keep keeping the right path. You know, um, this stuff is is the the. Um, the real uh, stuff that, uh, where the rubber meets the road kind of stuff. Um, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, so, question that's really challenged me was, is there any person in your life for your past or present that is trapping you? <laughs> and you can just brush out it, run away from it, but it's a, it, it challenges you because you go, am I holding on to hearts? My holding on to anger. And personally, lockdown for me, I know that, uh, you know, we've all arranged story, but I was living with autism full time. Hard, hard going, right? Holes in wads, bitten arms, you know, it was hard going. Really needed my family, uh, my, my wife's family to support. The Took a toll. In the midst of that, I had an, an ex-husband attacking, accusing uh, things in our family, and we were already depleted. It was a lot of anger for me, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, you know, resentment, and it's been a process of of releasing that and admitting it's firstly sorry, admitting by the way that's there, and uh, that's real, and I know if I don't deal with that then it ends up infecting my family because my, my other relationships, I can't be walking about full of judgement and getting angry and thinking it doesn't infect my other relationships because it does. So, what's your, what's your, uh, some of your experience along the lines, Charles? Uh, cheers, Dale. Cheers for asking. And mm-hmm. As I said before, it's a huge uh, subject you know, forgiveness and continued forgiveness, you know. Uh, when when I came to change my life, when I was sick and tired and involved in drug dealing, involved in taking drugs every day, when you're a drug addict and involved in stuff, you, you, it's very hard not to, you know, commit the stuff that you actually don't want to do, mm-hmm. whether it's hurting your family by the way you're treating yourself, whether it's stealing, whether you have to feed your habit, mm-hmm. whether it's maybe getting a sack for your job if you've got a good job, or mm-hmm. you're, you're more liable to uh, get caught up in wrong wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I did, I was caught up in all sorts for I was a young boy, you know, all the way through the ranks. So, when I tried in a, for 10 years to get well and get sober and clean, and when I actually did, I was left with the, the reality is that I was powerless. I needed the power. That's why that was one of the reasons I turned to God 
but I needed forgiven because I'd got clean. I'd paid thousands of pounds before to go to Stapleford Centre and get implants in, but I had never had forgiveness. So I was all of a sudden clean, but I wasn't clean inside. The, the pain, the, the you know, the rejection for a wee boy with, with, with a father that had never looked after me. Mm-hmm. My stepdad loved me, mm-hmm. loved me. And I know he did. Mm-hmm. And know uh, we were involved in some stuff ourselves, mm-hmm. you know. But he loves me. I know that. Mm-hmm. But I still had rejection for I was a wee boy, mm-hmm. for, you know, growing up and mm-hmm. that. And I, I, needed, I needed to set that right. I needed to forgive, mm-hmm. you know, all the things i done. Mm-hmm. All the bundles and bundles of things that I've done, the stealing, the, you know, and m- maybe not everybody that's listening, no, there's no men them being as bad as the things I've done. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I feel that Paul, when he says he's chief sinner, mm-hmm. chief, chief of sinners, <laughs> but the Bible does say that he that's forgiven much loves much, mm-hmm. you know. So that initial forgiveness for me was crucial, Derek, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I'll share this, right, I'll, I'll, I'll let Vince share, but uh, that's one thing. There was one thing, and I've done some great damage to people, I've wept over it, you know, with violence and stuff like that, I'm certainly not proud of that, mm-hmm. but there was one guy, there was a couple of times I get nipped, mm-hmm. you know, I get, I, I, I do a couple of times, and there was one time a guy tried to take my eye out, right, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I'd done a bit of damage recently at that time, and he had the thing, and he took somebody's eye out before, and he kept... He punched me a few times and he had the corkscrew in my eye and it kind of grazed on my eye under there. Mm-hmm. But I managed to fight him off so that my eye never came out. Mm-hmm. Now, that was at the time when I tried a few attempts to get well mm-hmm. and I never... But when that happened, I went and got a gun mm-hmm. to shoot him mm-hmm. that night. And thank God I never... They said the stash had been moved, mm-hmm. right? But because I never got it, it, it gave me the desire to get clean so I could do it. Mm-hmm. But see, once I go clean, I was still plotting and planning mm-hmm. once I got God in my life once I got forgiveness myself, mm-hmm. once I knew I should make amends, I knew this could have been a problem, so I had to forgive him mm-hmm. and square things mm-hmm. up as we say mm-hmm. and I went and seen him and we're good friends today, because mm-hmm. it was all pride in me and mm-hmm. that we were mad with it anyway yeah. but see that, him nearly take my out and what the, the rage oh. the rage that I was going to date mm-hmm. him and I had it planned mm-hmm. bulletproof vest, I had everything all planned mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. but thank God I'm fine with the guy the day, mm-hmm. but see that forgiveness, I needed that, or mm-hmm. that could have ate me away, or end up fighting me, I'm on the journey with God, that's not going to happen, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you something, out a lot of the resentments, that thing sometimes comes back to me, <laughs> I to say, you should have done that back then, mm-hmm. well you know, before you were, before you knew Jesus, but thank God I never, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, because that would have been a full family, affected mm-hmm. and some folk don't maybe going to do it some folk just feel it in their hearts i'm going to kill him mm-hmm. do you know what i mean but that guy's family could have been without him mm-hmm. you know what i mean i could have killed me because mm-hmm. he could you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that for me it's so so important mm-hmm. and it's ongoing mm-hmm. it's ongoing mm-hmm. you know uh, even being involved in ministry having to forgive folk Definitely. i've had to do that recently yeah. and and that's hard when when i hadn't done anything right. you know right. that's really hard mm. but forgiveness is crucial mm-hmm. you know it's so for me to get forgiveness to god was the beginning that helped me do it mm-hmm. then i started because if he's forgiven me i can't hold other things mm-hmm. against others mm-hmm. but sometimes we need to dig deep for that mm. excellent charles i um you know 
brilliant, brilliant uh, example. Um, you know, I read this Vince that. You know, I know, I know. We've actually we had conversations this week, Vince. Actually, a couple of things happened, and we had this sense that we talk to people who are living as though they were today as if they're living in yesterday because of the ca- the cages they're living in because of the stuff they're carrying. Mm. And uh, you know, I read this quote this week. Jack Hayford says, "Forgive everyone, anyone." whom you think has failed you, hurt you, offended you, if you think they've done anything to ruin your day, ruin your life, ruin your opportunities, ruin your dreams or block your goals, forgive them. Forgiving others is the key to living in the liberty of the freeing forgiveness Jesus has given us. It's the first step towards finding hope for a hopeless day, not to mention opening the door to new days unimagined. Right? And, And to me it's like, Living in these cages of hurt, and at the end of the day, especially when you've not done anything wrong, when you're getting misjudged, you're getting persecuted for their, for you've done nothing, people are projecting their own jealousy and judgment onto you. But the way to stay free and to be able to continue to move on for not being defined by the, the tar that people are trying to throw on your character and your reputation, you know, try to con- totally contaminate you. You know, we have to say, I need to release this. I need to decide. What's your experience been of that, Vince? Well, you know, fundamentally, um, forgiveness is a choice. Mm-hmm. And it's a choice we all face when we face these kind of circumstances in our lives and the things that you describe, they are dead. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it brought to mind, you know, that thing about not forgiving is like drinking the poison and expecting the other person to die. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody shared somebody shared a, a story with me a couple of weeks ago, and I thought it really it really brought home for me uh, the power of forgiveness. And it's a story of a Jewish lady whose whole family were killed in Auschwitz, and she said these words. Forgiveness does not excuse the behaviour. Forgiveness does not excuse their behaviour. But forgiveness stops their behaviour destroying my heart. Mm. And, you know, I'm sure everybody listening, everybody watching this, guys, will will, uh, have circumstances. Thank God none of us have suffered what that lady has suffered but mm-hmm. certainly all of us have had the same choice before us mm-hmm. when we've been hurt, when we've been rejected humiliated, whatever the circumstances mm-hmm. been judged wrongly mm-hmm. and we all have that choice before us, mm-hmm. will I forgive or won't I mm-hmm. and for my own personal situation you know, over my life I can point to many circumstances where I've faced that choice and I, I realised, thank God, I realised that if I chose not to forgive, mm-hmm. then what I was effectively doing was I was closing off my heart from loving. Mm-hmm. I was shutting down 
my heart. I was going into protection mode. Mm -hmm. So nobody's going to get near me again. Nobody's going to hurt me again. Mm -hmm. I'm going to build a cage around myself. Mm -hmm. But what you actually do is you render yourself unable to receive love mm -hmm. and actually unable to receive forgiveness for yourself. Mm -hmm. So you create a, a prison of your own making. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that, that quote that you used at the beginning it could not be more true mm -hmm. and uh, and so it's something that we really under, need to understand the fact that Jesus uh, uh, was able to forgive us mm -hmm. the way he was able to release forgiveness from the cross Father forgive them they know not what they do mm -hmm. the fact that he was able to do that he's our example mm -hmm. of this and uh, and so he was he was disallowing himself being embittered mm -hmm. and enraged and anger. Mm -hmm. At that point in time, he could have called down the angels from heaven. <laughs> he chose not to. Mm -hmm. He chose to forgive. Mm -hmm. And I think we can get deceived. A lot of us have been deceived by this, by thinking that by forgiving, you're somehow demonstrating weakness in yourself. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, to forgive is the strongest thing you can do. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Charles, you might say something. Now. Yeah, just just as I'm listening, guys, I'm I'm listening, I'm I'm, I'm listening in my heart, and there was an episode or a, a, an experience in my life when I was young, when I, as I said that my mum, my, my dad, my stepdad, who is my who I see is my dad, they they loved me, but they didn't know what to do with me. I'd come down from Glasgow, and I was I was uh, I found it hard to fit in. Mm -hmm. Was dyslexic, and I started going astray, going with the boys that were sniffing glue, shoplifting, and end up in care mm -hmm. at the age of fourteen because I was juvenile, delinquent, and going with the Glasgow raid. But I was really only a wee boy, but I was going astray in the days, and I get a year or two year in care law. I was there if I was 14, I was 16 or something like that. And, but in there, there was probably one of the worst abuse cases in Scotland. The full place got shut down. Mm -hmm. They came to me when I was in prison and spoke about the abuse that happened because a lot of the boys had told them mm -hmm. that they confided in me. Mm -hmm. But by this time, I didn't even want to speak to police because I was hardened mm -hmm. and I was in prison. Mm -hmm. But when it happened, you know, unless I was drugged, I don't think it happened to me sexually. I did stay at the guy's house, but I remember the stuff happening. Mm -hmm. And I remember them, you know, they were putting shotguns to the guy. I've read the transcripts, mm -hmm. shotguns to the boys' face and, and getting them to, to axe on them, sexual acts. And some of the boys started telling me, certainly one of them did fear, what had happened, no things, and I couldn't believe it. And I was maybe I was I was involved in a gang by that time, older, and I was robbing places and involved in a bit of crime. So they looked up to me, and I, the 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 paedophile ring that was in there, they started. I think they found out about me, and they were going to maybe get me as well. And I remember them grabbing me, taking me into the 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 gym and all that. And I think they just punched me in the belly, and you no know, one of them held a gun to his head. You know, and screamed right into my face. Now I didn't, I didn't take it out of court because the boys did. Some of them are dead now with the trauma, mm. with the unforgiveness mm. and the trauma and the untreated assault on the boys' hearts. Mm. They ended up involved in all sorts. Mm. I've met a lot of them in my role, done mm. here and there, because mm. some of them are fate here. But I remember when you're talking about Vincent really affecting you. Mm. I remember in the school because it was a school in there, proof school, mm. and I remember crying. 
you know, I was I thought I was a wee tough boy, but mm. I was crying because mm-hmm. I was out of my depth. Mm. There's no way I could handle a paedophile ring. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And and I was I was weeping my eyes out, and I was like, I didn't know what to do. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, nobody will ever ever hurt anything. Nobody will ever hurt me again, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And that was me no. I didn't know how to forgive at the time, mm. but I believe something hardened in my heart that day. Mm. I believe something changed in me, mm. you know? And I'm not just looking back and say, that's how I've done all the bad things I've done mm. and the crime and all that. But what I'm saying is that, when I look how my life spiralled out of control mm. to I got forgiveness, yeah, exactly. and then my life's been good for then. Mm. But that stuff in you, mm. that... The world's just, no, you can't forgive, mm. do you know what I mean? And that's, the, I just thought of that when we were talking there, that life-changing stuff, people can be abused, people can be hurt, mm-hmm. and it's very difficult because we don't even know how to forgive, mm-hmm. you know, and it can be life-changing, mm-hmm. you know, until mm-hmm. the grace of God came in and I was able to forgive them, mm-hmm. you know, I was being able to forgive them totally mm-hmm. and try and help a few of the boys that were affected by it, you know? I mean, honestly, Charles, you could, it, couldn't be, it couldn't be better. Uh, example because there's nobody can listen to this can actually say oh I've, I've had it worse than that mm-hmm. uh, if somebody's trying to uh, disfigure you and, and, and abuse like, the abuse like that uh, there's nobody everybody's listening can say oh, I, oh I'll try to dismiss it oh, it's not as bad as me no I can't I don't I don't think you could you could uh, truly accept that, that that's the case here I read this, forgiveness boils down to this. We are forgiven people. We don't deserve to receive it. It's a gift of God that frees us and helps us be capable of forgiving those around us, whether they, we believe they deserve it or not. And again, the the kind of re- religious barriers that you know that people can have towards or oh, they talk about Jesus, talk of talk about this, you know, religious stuff. When you think this is the most life altering, saving, rescuing stuff that that we need for situations like this that you know, and I know the people I've dealt with, I've looked, looked at my own life, I could tell you my story of my, my, uh, my, uh, my initial releasing forgiveness towards people in my life that, that, that had, you know, I'd contributed hurt to them, but I had to forgive them because it was infecting me so badly. And all the anger and violence I carried was because of the because of the rage and resentment and anger uh, that that I had held. Um, beautiful movie we've watched that has spoken these things uh, in such a depth. Vince, I know Charles has watched it as well. The, uh, the, the William uh, Young wrote the, the the book The Shack, and the guy. The long story short is. You couldn't have a worse thing happen to you. The guys, he got the guy, the the character Matt, it was totally abused for his dad. He, he he puts poison in his dad's drink, who was an alcoholic, and then the dad dies. And then when he becomes a father, his little girl gets abducted and murdered. And you, this guy's already totally in a prison of anger and judgment. But then when this happens. He's in even. It's even more hardened. His judgments towards God, the blame for everything that's happened, and the beautiful uh, reality of the movie, the realities that it, it portrays, is things that Charles was talking about there. I'm not forgiving him. 
anger, the rage, the, the, that thing that's living in it. Oh, that self that wants to get justice, it wants to get vindication, it wants to get revenge. It, you know, th- that's there. And in the movie, it's like the process of being able to say, I release, I'm not the judge. God's the judge. This guy's not going to get away with this. It, it, whatever a man sows actually also reap. And, uh, but the, the part of that movie where the release came to him when he had to choose and I say it maybe a hundred times but he had to keep resolving I'm not going to be a prisoner to this um, you know and as you said there Vince how many opportunities have we had to close our hearts and allow the persecution the misunderstanding rejection the betrayal that we've experienced with others the judgement to uh, you know to close our hearts up to love and to, to just remain hard. Um, the scene for Star Wars just as you know, it came to my heart when these were the uh, was talking. The you know the evil portrayed as the, the dark side. We're trying to bring the Jedi lights, the, the warriors of light, into the dark by getting them to hate just like them. If you can just be like me and hate. This is mean you'll, you'll be in my side. And I mean, I know it sounds quite simplistic, doesn't it? But that, 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 that is the, that's where the rubber meets the road. That, that stuff is, you know, in the midst of this pain that I'm experiencing, and maybe we're experiencing the day, you know, through our lockdown experiences, through the relational difficulties, people's no coping in the house with you, people are letting you down, you know, marital problems, children playing up, you know, and, and then we We've, we've acted and reacted in ways that are wrong but we know that there is a way through there is hope there is I can have a new day that that quote for Jack said it, opening doors to new days unimagined mm, definitely and I think I think you know the example you were using there uh, from the shack there mm-hmm. uh, that, that gave Max willingness Although he's struggling with it, it was uh, watching the movie, you could see the pain and the anguish and the challenge it was for him to release forgiveness to the murderer of his own child mm-hmm. and also to, to, to find forgiveness for himself. Mm-hmm. Because as you know in the movie, he was responsible uh, for killing his own abusive father. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, I... That's a movie that speaks to me loudly, and it, no matter how many times I watch it, I kind of see new things in it all the time. Mm-hmm. But for my, you know, seeing that, see, watching him go through this, it it brought freedom to him. Mm-hmm. It allowed him to move forward in his life, and you see him later on in the movie, uh, in free man standing in the church with his family, mm-hmm. uh, a, a man forgiven and a man who released forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, God had allowed him to see his wee girl in heaven with Jesus for that moment, if you remember. And mm-hmm. you know, as he looked, you know, he was cleansed under this fountain, and he looked out and he saw Jesus playing with his wee girl. Mm-hmm. He saw the the, the, the peace returning uh, to his heart, yeah. and and also for Mike, he was no lo- no longer. Given authority to, uh, to, he's no longer given authority to someone else 
to have that authority over his mind and heart. Mm-hmm. That was going as well, and 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 that the pain being released from him. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, you know, I know that that movie has been objected to by by certain people in Christianity. Mm-hmm. But to me, to me, if you watch that uh, with an open heart, mm-hmm. it expresses so much what God and, and Jesus has done for us. Mm-hmm. And when you see the life of Mac, you can very easily bring your own circumstances into bear and you become Mac. Mm-hmm. And you can see how God deals with you. <clears throat> and you know, this week, knowing that this interview was going to happen, Derek, I was kind of looking at different examples that I had heard about or read about. and You know, two of them out of South Africa, if you remember President Nelson Mandela, when he was released Prison, he says, as I walked out the gate to my freedom, I knew that if I didn't leave my bitterness and hatred behind, mm-hmm. I'd still be in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then his colleague, President uh, Bishop Desmond Tutu, mm-hmm. he says around the same time, if you can find it in yourself to forgive, then you are no longer chained to your perpetrator. Mm-hmm. And you know, going back to the film, Mac, he 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 was he was he was tied to the thought of what he did to his father, mm-hmm. and he was tied to what the murderer did to his daughter, mm-hmm. and, and and because of forgiveness, he was able to release himself and come into freedom mm-hmm. and go on with his life. Right there. It is, and the thing is, we talk about movies, we're talking a wee bit of the content of teaching, but we must bring this down to our own lives, mm-hmm. and everyone is here, and everyone is listening, mm-hmm. the fact is, that's true for us all, and the, you know, that the, um, the, the, we could tell personal story, if we could get really personal, de- give personal details of how I have been Mac, mm-hmm. of how I'm going, I'm not forgiving him. That guy's betrayed me. He's accused all sorts, you know. But then you realise if I if, if I don't let release forgiveness, yeah. Then I'm I'm I become the the guy that can't move on. I carry this. I carry this into my. I'm how how this about. I'm weighed down with the with the disappointments, with the hurts, mm. with the bitterness, resentment. I'm 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 carrying that about. Yeah. You know. Can I can I just add to that, Dale? Brilliant, brilliant. Mm. Uh, Derek and Dave, and I see it, and I'm seeing it more and more as a double-sided coin. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness, and you said it very well there. It might get out of the prison of forgiving mm-hmm. himself and got forgiveness. The two of them are so you can't have one without the other <laughs> kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. and you can get forgiven for God, but then in God, in God's word, that says if you don't forgive, mm. you won't be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Now, it can happen either way, mm-hmm. but the two of them to be totally free has to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you can't get oh God forgive my sins, mm-hmm. but you hold grudges against others. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Jesus tells a parable: a guy that got let off with a million quid, mm-hmm. and then he grabbed a wee guy that owed him a tenner, mm-hmm. and he set about him mm-hmm. and wanted to cart him away and mm-hmm. take all his family and all that. So. Mm-hmm. 
he wants us to treat others the way he's treated us, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. pure forgiveness for the mighty warrior yeah. who forgave everybody mm-hmm. on the cross, you know, mm-hmm. that warrior that could have called down the angels, as you said, but forgave, mm-hmm. Father, forgive them. So that that is what really helped me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I can say this, that there was many things, that, that, that it's multifaceted, there's many facets to this mm-hmm. when you get it, because I had people that hurt me that are, had to forgive, and when I did, I get free, mm-hmm. right? And I even forgave them. There was something, I think, happened, a, a boy had, there was something happened when I was young, and I met the guy, and I, I said to him, and I prayed about it, and he said, I know, uh, he said about it, and I forgave him, do you know what I mean? But there was many things I'd done to others, mm-hmm. you know, there was, there's, there's two guys that, that I'd hurt with, with extreme violence, you know, and one of them knew it's not extreme, but we are a weapon, you know. And one of them, the day, because of the re- reconciliation, and asked him to forgive me, and I helped him. He's now four years sober mm-hmm. and, and filled with Jesus, yeah. and he's one of my best pals now. Mm-hmm. But it was just in that crazy life mm-hmm. that we, we end up having a run in. Mm-hmm. And another guy I'd, I'd done damage to who, I, who was my best pal, so it was ludicrous mm-hmm. because of the gang violence. He's 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 my good friend again because he forgave me because mm-hmm. I went and made amends to him when God showed me what I'd done I, I felt so I'd remember doing it mm-hmm. but I felt so sad that I'd done it you know what I mean mm-hmm. and that I had I, I asked forgiveness and the reconciliation that happens mm-hmm. is needs to be spoke about because mm-hmm. we're right with God because we're forgiven mm-hmm. and that fills us with love and. Mm-hmm joy and peace and happiness and Mm -hmm. just a feeling that you can hardly express but it's so amazing Mm -hmm. and then you're right with people running about you everywhere now that doesn't mean you need to run about with somebody Mm -hmm. you don't ever need to say see somebody they abused you and stuff you need to be careful with Mm -hmm. that but you need to forgive them because if you forgive them then you're free Mm -hmm. you're free and and relationships get restored as well that's what i love about it Mm -hmm. excellent charles aye Excellent. I think I'd like to come in at that point, Gary, if you don't mind, and address the kind of pain and hurt that happens in churches. And uh, some of my experience, in fact, most of my experience of, of hurt and rejection has happened in churches. And uh, if I can think back a number of years ago now, when that very thing happened, and this was a person that I did life with, and it was a very, very painful experience. I did not know he was living a double life. And uh, it, it caused a great deal of difficulty. Uh, and he really went on the attack. And uh, it, can, I, can I say, and I want to be really honest here, it took me years to release forgiveness in that. Mm-hmm. I was in terrible pain. And it I almost, I almost lost my faith in Christ through it. <clears throat> because in church, your expectations are not that you're going to be attacked and damaged like that. Your, your expectations are you don't expect to be rejected, you expect to be accepted. But what often happens is one way or another, and I know that probably most people who have been in church and now not will tell a story that's very similar to this. And uh, so what I wanted to say to this is that 
I had to learn, and it took me too long to learn this lesson, to release forgiveness in that, even though it was it, it was hard. Um, did I feel it forgiven him? No, I did not. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like going in the attack. Mm-hmm. I felt like being the accuser. Mm-hmm. I felt like getting revenge. But I realised there was a choice before me, and I realised that if I didn't forgive, I was doing more damage to myself than I ever did to him or would do to him. Yeah. He was off doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. So it was a very painful time. Mm-hmm. But when I when I did release for forgiveness, it brought me, I was able then to go forward in my own life mm-hmm. and put that to one side. And actually, it produced a understanding mm-hmm. a both of his actions mm-hmm. and my own, mm-hmm. but it actually produced compassion for him, mm-hmm. which was very unexpected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> I heard uh, G- Jesus' word from the cross, forgive them after being mocked, uh, verbally, physically abused, to more, more, more abused than him they ever had been abused, marred more, bodies, uh, body, body uh, you know, uh, uh, hurt and damage more than any man had ever been damaged. Mm. And he says, "Forgive them, for they know not what they do." Yeah. And I heard that a lawyer, very honest, uh, tremendous uh, ability, a, t- a teacher. Uh, he said, "I wasn't there at the time, right?" Mm. And I'm going, "Eh." He was honestly telling about some of the things he'd done as a married man. The, the fears along his life. But he was seeing it from a perspective of a, a, a depth of understanding to say, I wasn't there at the time. What was he meaning? Who I am now, the perspective I've got now, I was not there. Yeah. Jesus is saying, forgive them, for they were, they're not there. They don't know what they're doing. They're mm-hmm. not in the right mind. Mm-hmm. And, I, and to me, there's something about, I know that when we lock in, as Charles is saying, when I lock into that guy, done that to me. And you've, yeah, you know, and I think of that in my personal life, the things that are the pain and hurts that are present to me, I can get lost in so you know that what single mindedness narrow. Instead mm. of being able to see they they are not in the right mind they are no there. Because if they knew these things they wouldn't be choosing to hurt themselves like that. Mm. They would not be choosing to they they're in the right mind would be sown and and uh, given this kind of stuff out because knowing what it's going to bring back to them. We want mm-hmm. to live, uh, we want to be free, we want to be fully alive, we want to be unburdened with that, you know? So, I think just to end with prayer, you know, this, this that we can have the slate, wipe the slate of a remembrance clean. That's what Jesus does for us. We love I, I, I take your sins as far away from the east as for the west. Mm. And it can give us a fresh start so that we can give ourselves and others a fresh start. Uh, and choose it's... choose to forgive. Charles, can you close and just knowing that there's people listening who are in the same things that you have discussed, we have we've discussed here, same same anger, judgment towards other, hurt, prisons of these things, defined and in cages. Can you pray? Uh, yeah. 
just just before I pray, another facet to this deal is Mm -hmm. forgiving yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one of the hardest, you know, and with God's grace, we can do that as well. And that's so important Mm -hmm. because some people can be on this journey a long time. Mm -hmm. I was a few years before I forgave myself Mm -hmm. for certain things. Mm -hmm. So that's so important as well. Uh, so just bear that in mind if you're going to start this journey this exciting journey mm-hmm. of forgiveness so I'll pray for anybody listening and mm-hmm. anybody that's listening that would like to get forgiveness you know mm-hmm. pray just say a prayer to God God doesn't he want you you know learning hundreds and hundreds of stuff mm-hmm. just to get forgiveness you just need to mean it for your heart mm-hmm. and just say Jesus God please come in and forgive me. Mm-hmm. You know, just come in and forgive me for the wrong things I've done. Come into my heart and help me forgive others also. Mm-hmm. Something as plain as that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to pray for anybody that would like to do that. Mm-hmm. And just copy these words mm-hmm. if you want to pray this prayer. Mm-hmm. And this can make you right with God mm-hmm. and then give you the grace to begin to consider forgiving others. Mm-hmm. So just pray this. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for all the wrong things that I've done. I pray that your heart, your spirit comes into my heart and brings a fresh start. And I also take this chance to forgive anybody who's wronged me. And you can just take a wee moment to to bow your head if you want and and say their names. It might be hard, Mm -hmm. but I pray that the Spirit of God will help you do that. Mm -hmm. And you will be free. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's you that will be sore hanging on to their things. Mm -hmm. God will deal with them one day if they don't turn to him. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to forgive. Please forgive people. Mm -hmm. So just pray, God, thank you for hearing my prayer. Mm -hmm. Guide me in life and let me understand how much you love me. Mm -hmm. Thanks for dying for me. Amen. Yeah. The Lord's Prayer there. Forgive me my debts as I forgive my debtors. That's where it is. Yes. In the exactly. court, it has good That's it. So, boys, thanks very much for your time. Uh, thanks for being vulnerable. You know, we're not trying to put a big performance on. We know these things. We, we need to live these things every day of our lives. And yeah. actually reminding ourselves about them, reminding ourselves we've got some tough tough road ahead, tough decisions ahead, but we need to take a higher ground yeah. and be the bigger person yeah. uh, in, in areas of our, of our marriages, families, uh, work lives, but yeah. you know, do ourselves a oh. favour and forgive. Mm, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say to anybody that's listening as well, Dale, if, if you want to explore this a wee bit more, mm-hmm. you know, uh, if you make that prayer, then contact Derek, myself, mm-hmm. Vince, Contact us, we would love to discuss it, we share our own experience. Mm-hmm. But if you, you, you're not there and you're not able to forgive for some reason, but we, you would like to talk about that, Derek and Vince, they've got counselling, they've got professional mm-hmm. counselling, they've got people there, mm-hmm. and we, if we can, we will help you on this journey. Bang so far. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life 
or drop us an email at info at freedomfighters.life. Till next time, God bless you.